0: Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for this first Sunday in Advent, comes from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verses 8 through 14. This reading is a summons to live a holy life and to walk in the light as we await the coming again of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle writes, O no one anything! Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly, as in the daytime, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The psalm for the day is Psalm 98. O sing to the Lord a new song, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Shall we pray? Our God and our Father, the Advent season is upon us. During the busyness of these days, Help us to fix the eyes of our hearts upon the one thing that really matters. Help us to fix the eyes of our hearts upon Jesus Christ. Draw us close to him. Help us to confess our sins and to receive Jesus' blood-bought forgiveness by faith. Our God and our Father grant peace to our war-torn world. Bless our government leaders with wisdom courage, integrity, and governing skill. Turn the virus from us. Comfort all who suffer. Give to our churches true spiritual strength so that we might continue to proclaim the life-giving, soul-saving gospel of Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, the crucified and risen Lord. In his name we do pray. Amen. Citizens of Wright County, here we are. It's November two thousand 2020. Thanksgiving has come and gone, Black Friday has come and gone, and that means one thing. Christmas is coming. I'm starting to see Christmas lights all over the neighborhood, and Christmas trees in the windows, and manger scenes by the porches. And of course, there are all those gigantic, tremendous, over-the-top, blow-up Santa Claus figures in so many front yards. No doubt about it, the holiday rush is here. And here's an interesting question for you. Why do we all do it? The whole holiday hustle and bustle? My household does it. The trees, the lights, the presents. And when COVID-19 isn't around, definitely the big family get-togethers. At my house, we do just about everything. Everything, that is, except for the giant Santa Claus. I'm guessing your household has quite a few holiday traditions, too. But why do we all do it? The holiday hustle and bustle. At the end of the day, it's a lot of time and effort and money, if you think about it. Why do we all do it? Why all the holiday activities? Why all the Christmas traditions, year after year? Well, for some people, the Christmas traditions are a sincere expression of a rock-solid, biblically-grounded Christian faith. Christmas really is about the Christ child. If that's you, get to it. Put a thousand lights on your roof and let them shine. For the glory of Christ. For other people, the holiday traditions carry little or no spiritual meaning. They are merely opportunities for a certain kind of superficial, materialistic, and worldly pleasure that one is allowed to enjoy every December. If that's you, I'd like to invite you to make this year different. Take a moment, pause, pause, and consider the real meaning of Christmas. There's a deeper joy that waits for you. But for other people, there's an entirely different perspective regarding the holiday traditions. I'm thinking here of a certain kind of person. Someone who doesn't consider himself or herself to be particularly religious. Someone who doesn't identify with a specific church or creed but someone who nevertheless participates in the Christmas traditions and activities, all the while wondering if there's something more to it than meets the eye. Maybe this certain kind of person is you. Let me ask you a few questions. As you take part in the Christmas activities, do you ever wonder if there really is a higher power in the universe? Someone or something who can make peace on earth and goodwill towards men more than a mere Christmas slogan? Do you ever wonder if there really is a supernatural being in whom the hopes and fears of all the years really do meet and find their fulfillment? Do you ever wonder if Christmas really does point to a divine being, to someone? who can satisfy the deepest desires of the human heart and give us the Christmas joy for which we long. In short, do you wonder, as you wander through the holiday season, is God real? For the person I'm thinking about, participation in the Christmas traditions really does mean something. The Christmas traditions are not spiritually empty. On the contrary, the Christmas traditions express a quiet, perhaps even unconscious hope that amidst the wreckage of this broken world, there really does exist a God who is good and who cares. So you put up the Christmas lights, and as you do, you wonder if a true light, an eternal light, really does shine somewhere in the universe. You pass by a manger scene and you say to yourself, it's all just a myth, or is it? Someone talks about the Christmas spirit and you wonder if there really is a Christmas spirit, one with a capital S. You whisper a prayer on Christmas Eve because you think there's a chance that heaven might actually be listening. Can you relate to what I'm talking about? Is it possible that I've been describing you? This Christmas season, does your heart long to worship a God whom you do not fully know, but whom you hope is real? Are your holiday traditions a kind of altar to an unknown God? If so, may I share a few words with you this morning? First of all, I'd like to tell you that you are not alone. Millions of Americans are right there with you, reaching out for God, hoping to meet God, trying to touch God through the rituals and traditions of this Christmas season. And I want to tell you, second, that the God for whom you reach is real. God actually does exist. You might not know him, But he knows you, and he loves you, and he wants you to know and to love him back. The scripture for this first Sunday in Advent comes from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 22 through 31. In this scripture, the Apostle Paul is preaching to the residents of an ancient city called Athens. Paul had come to Athens on one of his missionary journeys. He had observed that the Athenians were participating in a great variety of semi religious rituals and traditions, hoping that God is real, but not really knowing for sure, just like many Americans at Christmas time. Paul had observed that many Athenians were what you might call religious seekers. And this is the message that Paul declared to them. This is a message that remains relevant to the religious seekers of any time, any place, or any age. Speaking the truth in love, Paul declared, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, He commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Searching, Seeking Citizens of Wright County you who hope against hope that some kind of God really does exist, you who long to believe, especially at Christmas time, may I be so bold as to proclaim to you this day the God whom you seek is real. Who is He, the real God, the one true and living God? The Bible says He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Creation itself is the first sign of God's existence. I defy any person to hold a newborn baby in your hands and to insist that your offspring has resulted from random blind chance. You cannot do it. We human beings are so fearfully made so wonderfully made, that we must have come from somewhere. And that somewhere is God. The Bible says it is God, He Himself, who gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. It is God who made us, and we are His. Who is the real God, the one true and living God? The Bible says He is the Lord of heaven and earth, and he does not live in temples made by man. God is great and powerful. God is not limited by our human boundaries. God is not contained by the buildings we make. God is not defined by our human constructs, whether physical, philosophical, religious, scientific, or otherwise. The Bible says God is not served by human hands. The Bible says God is not like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man. Our God, the Lord who created us, the Lord who controls human history, the Lord who determines the allotted periods and boundaries of the human race, he is a holy God. God is infinitely above and beyond. God shatters human comprehension. Who is the real God, the one true and living God? He is a God who is above and beyond. But at the same time, he is also a God who is up close and personal. The Bible says he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. Here is an absolutely amazing reality. God is infinitely transcendent, and yet he is infinitely intimate at the exact same time. If you are searching for God, please know that God is not far from you. God is nearer to you than you are to yourself. The Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. The Bible calls him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Who is the real God, the one true and living God? He is someone who wants to establish a personal relationship with you. All over the universe, God has left signs and clues which give us hints as to his presence, person, and work. The Bible says God wants us to discover these signs and clues so that we might seek God and perhaps feel our way toward him and find him. God wants us to come and find him just like the shepherds once came and found the Christ child wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Who is the real God, the one true and living God? He is someone who is coming again at the end of time to judge the world and everyone in it. He is someone who stands for goodness, for righteousness, and for social justice. Psalm 98 says he will judge the peoples with equity. And God is someone who commands us to repent of our sins and to seek his mercy lest we perish in the judgment on the last day. The Bible says the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. Why must we repent? Because the Bible says he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has appointed. Who is the real God, the one true and living God? His name, Wright County, is Jesus Christ. He is the man who has been appointed to judge the world in righteousness. He is also the baby who was born at Christmas time. He is the Word who took on human flesh. He is the Son of God who died on the cross in your place to pay the price for your sins. He is the Judge who himself accepted the judgment on your behalf. He is the God who loves, the God who forgives, the God who saves, the God who gives eternal life. The Bible says, of this God the Father has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Searching, seeking citizens of Wright County, I proclaim to you this day, God is real. He is the incarnate, crucified, and risen Lord. His name is Jesus Christ. And this Christmas season, I invite you to take the time and to get to know just who this Jesus is, and just what this Jesus has done for you. You can get to know Jesus by reading the Bible. The Bible is the one and only infallible guide to the real truth about the living God. And you can get to know Jesus by worshiping him. The one place where you can find the true worship of the true God is the community of Bible-believing, Jesus-following people called the Christian Church. The Church isn't perfect, but we do have Christ, and we want to share him with you. Searching, seeking citizens of Wright County, will you come in Christ You will find what your heart desires this Christmas season. In Christ, you will find peace. In Christ, you will find hope. In Christ, you will find love. In Christ, you will find joy. Searching, seeking citizens of Wright County, will you come? You don't have to worship an unknown God any longer. For the one true and living God has made himself fully known in the person of Jesus Christ. Searching, seeking citizens of Wright County, will you come? Will you come to Christ this Christmas time? Come to Christ and worship him. In Jesus' name, amen. It's time now for a hymn. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. O come, O come, great Lord of might, who to your tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times once gave the law, In cloud and majesty and awe. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. O come, strong branch of Jesse, free your own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell your people save, and give them victory over the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. O come, blessed spring, come and cheer our spirits by your advent here. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Before we share the Apostles' Creed, would you please join me in an Advent prayer? This is a prayer by Martin Luther it goes like this, O dearest Jesus, holy child, make thee a bed, soft undefiled, within my heart, that it may be a quiet chamber kept for thee. We now confess our Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. I would also like to invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Please come join us. We're located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Moriah State Park at 12449 Clement Avenue Northwest. Google search Faith Lutheran Church Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now, but remember this. God is real, and his name is Jesus Christ.